Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. So it's very clear that Purdue and IU are going to uh, March Madness, or they will be a part of it, or they will be an integral part of it, or however, or is it integral? However you want to say it, man. They got seated well. And IU, the men's team on a roll, the women's team, well, these people are nuts clinching a share of the Big Ten for the first time in 40 years. Tony Katz, good to be with you. JMV joins us from 93.5107.5. The fan, I want to get into uh, the NCAA tournament bracket. Some of the seeding that has taken place. Purdue getting one of those number one seeds as it shows right now. Um, uh, But uh, the IU women, who don't get talked about enough, the first sellout of Assembly Hall, I think, in that program's history, took place over the weekend uh, for the IU win over Purdue. Um, this is this is impressive work, and it should be recognized, man. No, it should. It, 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 Terry Moran has done, Tony, a, an incredible job. There's no doubt about that. And I've had three of the players on, on my shows over the various uh, months of days we have seen, and uh, they're also locked in. That's what really stands out to me. I know we use that as a cliche in sports, but – they're also locked in and connected with one another from, you know, Grace Berger to Mackenzie Holmes to uh, Sydney Parrish. It's not your average type of team considering, I think, uh, Indiana-wise, there's only one, I think, girl from the state of Indiana. I could be wrong about that, but I know one that is huge as far as, as what they're doing is Sydney Parrish, who's a transfer from Oregon, who was the 2020 Miss basketball out of Hamilton Southeastern, but nah, they are so connected with one another and in turn connected with their coach. And let me tell you, Tony, they are enjoyable to watch. And right now, you know, you're looking at a team that I think I'd be surprised if they didn't make it to the final four in the upcoming NCAA tournament. We move it over to the men's side. You take a look at IU um, again, they had to grit out uh, this this win. Uh, they didn't, as they've described. They got to come out in the first five minutes of each half, charging, pushing. They didn't do that in either half. This was a a gritty, gritty win uh, over the weekend, and kind of kind of proves the idea. As, as some uh, friends noted to me, man, uh, uh, home court sometimes means something. It does, Tony. And, and Illinois was not their best player on that day on Saturday afternoon, too, Terrence Shannon. So. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I think it also speaks to what IU fans – we know, Tony, what Boilermaker fans are most concerned about. It's a tournament meltdown. It's a disappointment in the NCAA tournament. I think IU fans are most concerned about this mixed bag of what they may or may not get on a given night. And normally at home, you don't have to worry about it. You did on Saturday because that was, as you mentioned, a grinded-out type of thing. 
But I think that's what IU fans are most worried about. It's exactly what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get from Trace Jackson Davis game in and game out. But you just don't know what you're going to get from everybody else. And that can be a cause of concern. you got to go to Michigan State coming up on Tuesday before they get round number two at Purdue coming up on Saturday. So this is a big week for the Hoosiers, Tony, to say the least. Talk to me about, uh, as you see uh, this seeding, right, and and you, you saw this everywhere yeah. over the weekend, Purdue is a number one seed. They got the win uh, yesterday to end uh, that losing skid that they've that they've unfortunately uh, been on. Um, they're, they're a number one seed. Alabama's a number one seed. Houston's a number one seed. Kansas is a number one seed. And Kansas, I forgot who they were playing, beat the, beat the living snot out of them uh, over the weekend. I'm, I cannot remember who they played. It's killing me. It was um, Baylor. It was Baylor. Baylor. Thank you so much. Baylor is not a, not a schlub team and just uh, obliterated them there. Uh, talk to me about these seeds. Do these things change over the next couple of weeks? Uh, and is Purdue, with that three-game skid, are they still a number one seed? Yeah, they're still a number one seed, and things absolutely could change over the next three weeks because this is uh, going to be a tournament where there's going to be no clear-cut favorite. Yeah, you should. You could see slide in and slide out situations across the board because we're talking about, you know, Purdue's in the mix here as far as a one seed, Alabama, Houston, teams like that that aren't exactly teams that you would think, yeah, they're locked in. Right now they are, but I think you're going to see some adjusting and some sliding as far as that's concerned. And, you know, it's a year two, Tony, where Carolina may not be in, where Kentucky is a struggle, where – Duke, with that transition from Mike Krzyzewski to John Shire, is not going as smoothly as I'm sure that they would like. It's not your, not your garden variety type of college basketball season, which I think makes it even more interesting. As you mentioned, IU, as of right now, uh, it is predicted a four seed, and I think most Hoosier fans would definitely take that. But, man, this is, this is a big week for them to really try to get going for what is going to be the remainder of their season. A couple of road games at Michigan State and Purdue, that's going to be difficult. But, man, it's something that we gauge. We gauge what we think IU is going to be, and these are two really big opportunities this week to show some folks. By the way, IU is the 13th seed right now. Marquette is 14th, Gonzaga 15th, Xavier uh, 16th. I I think uh, being a four seed, I mean 13th overall, but a four seed, Yeah. not I, I they got to be happy with where they're getting placed as we sit right now. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, no doubt about that. And then if you think let's take this for example, you, you think you're there and you watch IU Tony on Saturday and they, they as you mentioned grind out that win over Illinois. There's still that room for improvement and there's that room for growth and that speaks to what I'm I'm talking about here is the fact that there's just not a lot of teams you feel are locked in at the top of that list right now. So you could see some major adjusting just by a team this time of year, Tony, that gets on a run. Talking to JMV from 93.5107.5, the fan, the voice of sports in Indiana. Um, I, I I take a look at that game coming up, right, where IU is going to travel up the road and play Purdue, and I say to myself, that's much more of a must-win game for Purdue than it is for IU. You you, no, you, no you, you lose the yeah. first time around. There There is certainly a redemption factor in terms of where your fan base is, but there's also got to be something in your headspace. You lose to IU twice. You don't feel so good going into this bracket. 
No, you don't. And you're thinking if you lose to IU on Saturday night, it's probably some of the similar issues that Boilermaker fans have concerned themselves with over the last couple of weeks, whether it's, you know, guard play to close out a game in the backcourt, which, Tony, we talked about a number of times earlier this year. That was no issue whatsoever. One possession games, especially on the road, was a forte of Purdue until it wasn't. But we also have to remember that they have youthful dudes in the backcourt that are trying to work through it. And, you know, Boilermaker fans are always going to be concerned about that whistle they're going to get. Or in this case, I think it's been more this season of the Zach Eady whistle that they feel they're not getting. They feel that his arms are getting held. He's getting held in the post even before the basketball is delivered to him. So it's always going to be those myriad right there of concerns with the Boilers as far as where their team is right now. And you talk about giving a fan base a complex. There's no doubt about that. If I, you were to roll up to West Lafayette Saturday night and get a win and sweep Purdue in the regular season, that would significantly give Boilermaker fans a complex. But remember, in that first meeting, IU won down in Bloomington, but Purdue in the second half, it was because of that first half that was such a mess for Purdue. In the second half, they played better. They were right there at the end. This is going to be incredibly difficult for IU, and it's going to show IU fans something, too, where their team is beyond Trace Jackson Davis in the now, getting set to go to the Big Ten tournament, getting set to go to the NCAA tournament. That's going to give them a little thought of where they are right now, too. So, Cannot wait until Saturday night, Tony. That is JMV from 93.5, 107.5, The Fan. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us on the DriveHubler.com hotline.